Hey, 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 (laughs) Bethany Joy here, and this is the Bethany Joy Sings Podcast. Some of you might know me as a vocal coach, world traveler, or a blogger, and then some of you might be like, um, who the heck are you? Either way, I am so pumped that you're here. Over the years, I've had the honor of singing with some of today's most influential worship leaders. I've traveled the nations leading people into the presence of God. But my favorite thing, and above all else, is to be a lover of Jesus and his presence. So I want to invite you into conversation with friends and family from around the globe to a podcast that will be Christ and present-centered as we sip on some coffee and talk about life as a worshiper. Let's do this! Hey guys, this is Bethany Joy with Bethany Joy Sings, and I am super, super stoked to have the guest that I have on today. I got to tell you a little bit about him. His name is Chi-Chi. I can't pronounce his last name, so we just go by Chi-Chi. Uh, <laughs> I met him um, a while back at a Worship Works kind of uh, boot camp that I was doing at a church that he was going to, and... I just wanted to first like acknowledge that his joy is probably the most contagious thing about him. And I probably shouldn't use the word contagious right now, but, uh, (laughs) but we're going to use it anyways. And I just, I love his heart. I love uh, his atmosphere and I'm telling you, he is doing so many amazing things for the kingdom of God. Uh, in so many people's lives, especially millennials, Generation Zs, and helping people really understand how to walk with those generations. And so I just want to honor you, man. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on and doing this with me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Um, Bethany is one of the best out there. Thank you, man. Honored to be able to be a part of anything that you're doing. Thank you. Well, I wanted to let them know first just a little bit about you, too. Um, You're just probably one of the most creative people uh, that I've met. I feel like you're always... (laughs) I feel like you're always coming up with something. And I I actually didn't talk to you about this when we were kind of talking about what we were going to talk about. But I feel it's by the Holy Ghost. And, you know, the Creator is always creating you know, and he, he uses us to show forth his creativity in the earth. Wouldn't you say so? Oh, absolutely. 100%. And, you know, you do video, you do music, you do, you do all the things, you do photos. And I really felt like maybe the Lord just has something in your heart to really encourage the creatives that are frustrated right now and and let me like explain really quickly what I mean I know you get it but for everybody listening as a creative when you aren't getting to do things and you aren't getting to create there's a frustration (laughs) um attached to the inability to create and produce and you also value yourself based on how much money you're getting paid for your creativity when your value is not in what you're getting paid. You know what I'm saying? So talk about that for a second. What would you say to the creatives out there that maybe feel stuck? Maybe they only feel their worth and their value from that paycheck or they and they feel like I'm not good enough if I'm not doing ABCDEFG. You get what I'm saying? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's interesting because I feel like um, this conversation happens a lot, <laughs> um, especially for the creative who may be passionate about one thing, but they're like, yo, I got to eat too. So I got to go <laughs> right. spend all of these hours doing this thing that I'm not really passionate about. I'm sure. not really motivated by I don't really care about. And man, it's, it's crazy how, um, like you said, Hey, we're, we're, we've been created by the most creative person ever. And yeah. there's always ways and pockets to be able to exercise that muscle and find fulfillment so good. in things. And for me, because I've been in that place more times than I would like to admit. <laughs> Amen. And, Got a witness. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, as as like as cliche as it sounds, without sounding like over spiritual, but the moments that I really did uh, position and prioritize myself to just have I call exhale moments yeah. um, in God's presence to be able to say, man, what is something that I can do? And to pray specifically for outlets that may be unknown to myself to Come be on. able to exercise that lane or that, that of creativity that will allow me to feel um, impactful and, and allow me to feel fulfilled in whatever it is. Because creativity is truly whatever you define it That's to be. That's good, yeah. It can be whatever you want. And so if it's passion to what you're doing, man, if you need to go take photos of a stranger <laughs> and find somebody downtown. I've done this before. Too, I love like, it. Man, I just want to do a project and I don't want to work for the man anymore. I just want to <laughs> do my own thing. Yes. Go downtown with the camera and I find a family and I say, hey, I don't need anything from you. I just want to take. A 10 minute session and you guys just being a family and I'd love to bless y'all with that and you get to you know you get to experience something twofold to where it's like man they probably haven't had family photos in months or wow. years yeah. and then I get to exercise that creative muscle and actually do something that I'm excited about and get to do and not feel like I'm limited or, or caged up by the, the, the routine of my obligations if you would yeah. because once again we don't want to eat ramen every single day <laughs> But I've been there, so no shame if that is you. <laughs> no shame in ramen and then PB and J's, no you know shame. what I'm saying? <laughs> I live for the PBs. I'm eating PBs no matter how wealthy I get. Right? I be pulling up to Panera Bread. Can I get a peanut butter sandwich, please? I see Panera Bread. Nope. Uh-uh. I'm going to the dollar store. You get fancy over here. He said no. no Panera Too much. <laughs> He's like, we're trying to help the people today. What are you doing? Yeah, no, That's no, so no, funny. No. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I really felt like... That was significant for whoever's going to listen to this today. But I really feel like, you know, one of the big things that helped me in this, and you'll probably say the same thing, is really just, like you said, partnering with the Lord. Lord, how can I express you in another way that's also going to be a blessing, be monetary for me? You know, all the all these different things. Yeah. And, and it's like, without fail, the Lord has always provided something or some way for me to be able to continue to do what I love to do, whether leading worship, teaching voice lessons, traveling to the nations, like, but it's that if it's that this is my value and this is my worth that we really have to watch because if we're getting our value and our worth and our identity and all of these things from the praise of anybody else, then we've missed it completely. Yeah. No, 100%. Because the creator gave us the ability, so the praise has got to go back to the creator. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Man, I love that. I love that so much. And so uh, I wanted to say this really quickly. You guys need to just follow everything that he's doing. I'm just going to interject this right here in the middle. Uh, he, they can follow you on Instagram at Chi-Chi1813, right? 1813. And that's... Yeah. But, and for the girls, it's like a flat iron, you know? The Chi brand flat iron. You're not, you're not going to get that wrong. Chi-Chi two times, okay? <laughs> I love it. Well, you are leading worship. You're mm-hmm. traveling. You're doing all sorts of stuff creative. You're writing. You said you're gearing up to record. Is it your own music? Please say yes. It is. It is. Ah, hallelujah. Is. <laughs> I'm yeah. so excited yeah. about that. Um, me too. Me too. Man, that's so great. And then you were talking to me. I'm going to sound silly. Do y'all just call it the I- INTV? Yeah. So I want you to talk about that, the heart behind that, because I really feel like it's going to spark just uh, it's all about creativity today is what it's coming out to be. And I love that because creativity is a way to worship the Lord, you know, and that's what this whole thing is about. Absolutely. So talk about it, man. Yeah, um, a good buddy of mine, Grant Skeldon, um, founded a millennial ministry called Initiative Network. Um, and it's initiativenetwork.org. If anybody wants to check it out. Check it out. And yeah, we just, <laughs> the, the mission and vision behind that was um, to unite and catalyze the diverse and dynamic young leaders. Um, initially, it was around uh, all over DFW, and now it's all over the nation. And we've got to do awesome stuff, even around the world as well. And so good. There's just such an emphasis um, in the church and with believers on vocational ministry that a lot of the times marketplace leaders don't really get the love that, that they also need sure. and deserve. And if you're going to be a pastor or a worship leader or you're going overseas to be a missionary, you know, a lot of the times in churches, you know, you'll get called to the front. Everybody stretch your hand out to, you know, <laughs> Susan, and we're going to commission them. We're going to send them out and we're all in agreement with them and we're going to pray for them, which is great. It needs to happen, but um, yeah. the church needs to have that same energy with the person that's going to go be an actor and with the person that's going to go Come you know, on. try out politics, with the person that's going to go start a business, with the person that's about to be a teacher for the first time. Because yeah. when you do that, biblically speaking, when everybody can come behind somebody and speak life into somebody and encourage their brother and sister to where it's like, there's so many people in the churches we go to that we have no idea what they do vocationally. Yeah. And we can't encourage them and come in agreement with them and make a spiritual transaction, a faith transaction wow. on their behalf and stand in the gaps for them because we just don't right. know. And so versus the, you know, the pastors and the missionaries where the whole church knows because we pray for them up front, which again <laughs> is great. Right. It needs to continue to happen, but we just need to also do that for the other ones. And so that's where this uh, ministry kind of was burst out of. That's and so beautiful. We had, you know, a big group of diverse people, every demographic you can think of that are leaders in their own right doing things in all different spheres of culture. And, yeah, there was a conference in 2017, and it was like, hey, we need a worship team. Y'all got one. Wow. And like, Man, there's a bunch of individual worshipers and worship leaders and musicians. And we were like, hey, let's just do it. Can we just not do this together? Like, let's just make making the band. Like, hit up MTV. Give us a show. Like, we got it. We're going to make this band. And we did in the fall of 2017. And, and wow. it was cool to just have this massive 
super diverse band where people looked at it like, how in the world did y'all meet each other? Right. How do y'all know each other? And it kind of just went from there. And so it's been, it's been fun to, to be able to go and, and be a unified and diverse front yeah. and say, hey, we all, all of us go to different churches, but we serve the same God yeah. and we're lifting the same sound. And mm-hmm. it's been fun been a ride that and that's so kingdom you know it's that's actually something that i was just talking with my uh friends about in ministry up in vancouver and portland uh where there seemingly is a little bit of separation between your church my church my ministry your ministry and as we we encounter a lot i feel like more in the south you know because we're from texas like we are we're seeing a, a marrying of communities we're seeing dreams come together and man this is this is kingdom like this is what the lord has been wanting all along is that we would be honoring the gifts and anointings and callings and talents and all of these things in each other like you're talking about and man celebrating that like holding those people up honoring that and we need that unity now more than ever you know and it's like i agree it's like, it was at Psalms, I think I, this is my favorite scripture, I feel like I probably quoted every podcast, but <laughs> it's that uh, Psalms 133, 1 through 3, how good and pleasant it yes. is when we dwell together in unity, like oil there. being poured down Aaron's head, down his beard and down his cloak, there's a commanded blessing. There's a commanded it blessing. And it's not for one house. Exactly. We're the body. It's for the body. And that's what I really feel like... Um, even like we're talking about creatives and stuff too. Creatives got to understand there's not a, uh, you remember Pastor Chris Clemens. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He talked about it not being a one man or one woman show anymore. Yeah. You and, know? And the crazy thing is, I don't think it ever was. I just think he <laughs> yeah. missed it. Yeah. You know? And it's like, <laughs> Tell I the love truth. Psalm 133 as well. Like, yeah. it's one of my favorite. Let's I go. How the scripture says that it's there. Mm-hmm. That the, blessing is commanded that yeah. it's not like suggested that it's not a good idea that it's not a coin toss it's like literally unity pleases the heart of god so much 100 percent. he re- references it almost geographically and says in that place when unity Ooh. takes place i'm going to command my blessing to take place wherever that unity is happening and so it's like yo like it's we get an automatic w <laughs> the moment we collaborate <laughs> yes and i feel you like know, we need to know we need to know and be maybe taught again what celebrating someone's win looks Absolutely. like versus getting into comparison. Oh yeah, it, how foolish would it look if a basketball or football team somebody <laughs> scored and yeah. half the team was upset because they weren't the one that scored. That's great. It's like, yo, we're on the same team. Like it would it would look really dumb. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of us look like that. <laughs> it's so true. It's, you know, it's it's wild, and I do think we're stepping into a time where it's like, man, people are starting to realize and see not just the importance, but the beauty of that, yeah. you know, and seeing how we get to be blessed and we get to experience increase, even just by that association um, with those that are in line. And so it's been cool. That's so beautiful. I love that. So can you tell me that website again one more time, just for everybody to know how to get in touch with you guys Maybe I'll have dates coming up or, you know, conferences. For sure, yeah. for sure. So for worship, it's just intvworship.com. And then for the actual ministry, uh, it's initiativenetwork.org. 
Awesome. That's and beautiful. So, yeah, those, some fun things happening, and we love it. We love it. We love it. I love it. And you also have such a gift and an anointing, because I'm going to tell you, I'm an elder millennial. <laughs> <laughs> You made the cut. You made I the made cut. the cut. Hallelujah. Um, but there's a lot of things I do identify with, with the generation ahead of me, just because of where my position is in, sure. you know, the millennial world. But, you know, <laughs> I like avocado toast. So I, I feel like I, Come on. I feel like I fit in, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you have, I joke around, but you genuinely do have such an anointing to number one, honor the millennials and honor the generation Z's who right now are getting a bad rep from everybody ahead of them. You know what I'm saying? And you have, you have really beautifully mastered the, uh, the honoring of the generations that follow us and the, and the people that follow us. And so I first wish, I just want to commend you for that. First of all, because I feel like that's not a normal thing. Um, that we're seeing in the church. And so I had written down on my notes to maybe have you share whatever is in your heart about people that work with millennials and Generation Zers and how to communicate to them. Like, you don't need to be, like, trying to speak their lingo. You don't need to be like, oh, spill the tea, no cap, you know, bet, and all these things because they're just going to look at you and be like, that's lame. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. You need to be who you are because they need to look up to that. They don't want to connect with you in the way that they connect with their peers. They need to connect with you in a completely different way. So just Absolutely. share your heart on that, man. Man, um, that is a loaded question. <laughs> I'll try to simplify it and reduce it as much as I can without <laughs> losing any of the the, the, the message and the, right, right, the right. message behind that. But flow, man, man one flow. Thing, <laughs> one thing with uh with millennials and even more so Gen Z, uh slightly different in a sense where millennials were actually the last generation to kind of grow up without technology. Sure. And then kind of be teenagers and young adults sort of when that technological shift kind of happened. Sure. Um you know, some Gen Zers don't know the struggle to dial up internet and <laughs> not having your brother or sister get on the phone and and you couldn't sneak to get on the internet because that thing starts screaming and screeching and <laughs> making a noise. And, and if you know what I'm talking about, you hear the noise right now. Like, yeah, you hear it in right your spirit, now. man. <laughs> but the thing about that is that with millennials especially, because of that, because of the technology, you become a generation that is literally unafraid to ask why about anything and because we ask why because we do have so so much access to so much information and so many things and there is a god-sized hole that's in all of us and now we have a bunch of other outlets and places to look now are those outlets right and and godly and christ-like all the time absolutely not right which makes it more important you know for generations that are trying to communicate with us uh, whether the generations that came before us or 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 the the, the beloved boomers, it yeah. makes it important that when we ask the why question, a lot of the times, and I will preface that I do believe that uh, millennials and Gen Z need to get a fresh revelation of what it means to honor 
Yeah. Um, I think we struggle with that. Sure. And I think that a lot of our problems sometimes are derived from a place because we come with a lack of honor a lot of the time. Yeah. But when we do honorably and respectfully ask why, a lot of the times we're faced with the response that uh, people just do things just because it's always the way it's been done. Sure. And so now we are beginning to question our own belief system because we don't really know the why behind it or feel like we don't know the why behind it and we lack uh the the relationships in a discipleship manner to be able to say man i saw this and witnessed this from this person so i was able to know and understand what was happening because we don't a lot of us sometimes will have mentors but we don't really have people discipling us it's good discipleship and mentorship is very different Mm -hmm. you know one of my buddies always says mentorship is come and meet with me and discipleship is come and follow me wow and so there's a difference between actually doing life on life with someone versus versus just meeting with someone you know once a month for coffee and checking yeah. up which is beneficial it's really great yes for sure but it's not discipleship yeah and so a lot of the times you have a lot of people speaking poorly about the the stereotype of millennials in general but yeah. they're not investing in any millennials yeah you know, so it's like, ah, I'm just like, I mean, I hear you, but if you're not <laughs> taking the time to invest in one, then, yeah. you know, I, I find it hard pressed to, to to put a higher level of sure. value of what you're saying about them. Yeah. And so millennials, man, and Gen Zers, uh, we have been, I don't want to say plagued, it depends on who you ask. Sure. But our generation values purpose yeah. and passion over provision. So what was known you know, for our parents and our grandparents to where it's like, no, like the goal is get your education, right? get your college education, get a career that you'll be at for 30 years, retire, have a social security and a retirement and a 401k, yeah. take care of your family and then rinse and repeat and <laughs> raise your kids to do the same, yeah. which is not a wrong method. It's just now it's just different. You know, there's just different ways of going about life and it's not that either one is more right or more wrong but because again we have access to so much more you know it's harder sometimes for 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 other generations to kind of come to terms and grip the fact that yeah. like a millennial if they feel fulfilled and feel that they're pursuing their passion and they're pursuing their purpose they don't mind being baristas until they're 40. <laughs> Let's go, yeah. You know, which makes some people nervous and makes some people, you know, afraid, like, whoa, but what about X, Y, Z? And it's just like, and there, there's two sides of that, of course, but it's one of those things like, man, if I'm truly rooted in a place where I'm like, I want to be obedient to Christ, then I can be fully confident that in that obedience, I know that I'll be provided for. Yeah. And if I'm thinking with an eternal mindset, then I don't want to subject myself to something that I don't feel I'm called to. Yeah. Now, at the same time, I do think that a lot of millennials uh, forfeit what they're called to to pursue what's celebrated. And that kind of goes back to the whole, like, not being commissioned by the church or feeling like they have a whole bunch of church uh, backing or support. Right. But, I mean, every day I, I, I log on on social media, somebody else has started a nonprofit you know, or they're wanting yeah. this and which is great. Like I love the the entrepreneur mindset of that, you know, but yeah. finding out what your why is just as easy as you're able to ask somebody why is also yeah. important. 
And so, man, I'd, I'd say to a generation trying to understand millennials is have you asked a millennial and and put yourself in a position mm-hmm. of empathy and not just sympathy to truly try to understand. And millennials, have you given somebody not in your generation a chance to understand you as well as understand yeah. where they're coming from also? And so yeah. I think it's awesome that the Bible says, you know, old people will, will dream dreams and young people will have visions. Yeah. And it's like, so that means, to me, it's like, yo, we're going to have to work together yeah, when stuff gets chaotic, yeah. and we're going to need to partner in that. And so, it'll be good, though. It's exciting. Yeah, my, my pastor, Pastor Randy Needham, you've met him before, um, mm-hmm. he talks about how life, uh, you know, we, we need the generations, you know, the reason we... What is it? Psalms 112. What is the reason we worship for generations yet unborn? There's an attachment yeah. to what we're doing for who's coming, you know? And yeah. and not only that, but he talks about life being a race, you know? Let's let's imagine you're on a track, you have a baton, and you have to win that race by passing the baton to somebody. Yeah. You don't yeah. win if it gets dropped. And that's the way that we have to think of boomers to exes to millennials to zers to whatever's after that i got, i think i got it all right <laughs> um yeah that's no, how we yeah, have to yeah. think it's not a skipping of the baton or just being like mm, i don't like you i don't like the way you're behaving so i'm gonna hold on to this baton just a little bit more sure. till you get your act together and what what ends up happening is is there's a familiarity that comes both ways there's a the older generation being like, mm, I see that familiar pattern of just, they, they'll call it laziness or whatever it might be. So they're conditioned to not want to invest. Same thing with the younger ones. The younger ones are like, mm, y'all are stuck on the old days. You're still trying to sign into your MySpace, whatever the case might be. <laughs> Shout out to Zanka. Hey, hey. <laughs> but there's a condition to now long, you know, no longer listen and shut you off. You know, yeah. I don't want to hear what you have to say. So where there's a lack of honor, you're going to see familiarity for sure. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so we have to be unfamiliar and be open to listen, to learn from each other and really, really kind of break down those walls and those barriers that are trying to be built up, which again is that disunifying thing. That yeah. is trying to happen in the body of Christ. And so, um, man, I love, I love your heart and I love what you, um, what everything that you said, just, just in regards to just the creativity and the millennials and the Z's and the people, you know, ahead of them. And so, um, I wanted to, I know I told you I was going to do this, <laughs> so get ready. <laughs> Uh, I, stay, I stay ready. You stay Always. ready. He's like in season and out, man. Um, I I love Chi Chi so much for so many reasons, but this guy has one of the purest flows I've ever heard of anybody oh, in my entire man. life. <laughs> oh, no man. pressure. No pressure. Never that. Never that. <laughs> but in all honesty, you have such an, an anointing when you do release the sound that God has created you. Uh, to release. So I don't ever like my podcast to be the same. I don't want them to be so bound to, you know, I have words, you have words, you know, we talk only about yeah, spiritual yeah, things. Yeah. You're talking about spiritual right now. You're talking about practical because we need both. 
we need both of those things in, in moving forward to be unified as a body. But um, you are just freaking talented, man. And I, I asked him, everybody that's listening, if he would spit some lyrics for us. <laughs> spit some lyrics. <laughs> for those of you that are older and that, that means rap. <laughs> R-A-P, guys. Rap. He's going to rap for us. So, man, whatever's in oh, your heart, just, just grace us with I, your... Uh, oh, man. Here, <laughs> let's, let's do this. I, I love doing this uh, at a lot. I used to do this all the time at Youth Things. Yeah. And so I'd ask, I'd be like, yo, give me three words. Oh, man. Random about absolutely anything. And oh my gosh. I'm curious to see if you're going to say one of the words that I feel like is always said for some reason. It's weird. And then I'm like, okay, cool. I will freestyle and make it make sense and even throw in the gospel <laughs> using these three random words. Now, you put me on the spot, so y'all y'all bear with me, you know. I, I think I'm good, though. I feel like I'm okay. You feel, feel like, like you're I'm okay. Right. So I'm going to say, because I feel pressure now. Uh, but I feel like I, I want the word unity in it. Ooh, yes. <laughs> let's see. Lord, Holy Spirit, what you want to do? Uh, speak to her, Lord. Let's see. We got unity. I want to hear glory. Okay. Hmm. What do I want? Hmm. Man, let's go with fire. How about that? So I'm writing it down. We got unity, we got glory, and we got fire. So y'all, take your notes at home. You got to check it off. <laughs> unity, check glory, it off. fire. Uh, no beat, just acapella, just straight up. <laughs> I'm going to let you create the beat. You know, you can get that stuff going. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm supposed to create the See, you put too much on me. I got to create the beat. I got to rap. I got to use your words. I got to make it make sense. You don't have to use do my words, but... You know what? You're gifted and you're anointed and you can flow. So I ain't even worried about it. <laughs> Ooh, you look sound like you was flowing right there. Already. I'll get verse one. You take verse two. Oh no, nobody wants go. nobody wants to hear that. I know where my anointing lies. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Oh, uh, here we go. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, what's the, what's the official name of your podcast? Um, Life of a Worshipper. Life of a Worshipper. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> so it's, uh, Life of a Worshipper. And sometimes rap is the practice and worship comes in all shapes and sizes. But the fact is, as long as I worship in spirit and truth, God is happy. I promise that he's my father. Sometimes I call him Pappy. Like that, you happy? And he says he's well pleased. And if it gets too hard to stand, that means I'll just drop to my knees and I'll surrender. I'll lift up my hands. And I'm not David, but when I praise, I tend to kind of dance. And I'll prance. And I don't know, but something that the Spirit do to me. I'm reading Psalms 133. God talks to me about unity. Yeah. He says there... That's where I command the blessing. So I need believers to adhere to the word. Take the lesson. I'm professing that this generation will all be saved. And I promise when the trumpet sound will look up, be all amazed. Like, no way. Jesus came any part of the cloud. And I'm not young doc, but when he comes, it's going down. I'm like, Jesus. Oh, man, you are the ultimate supplier. 
in my heart is the Holy Spirit, and I can feel the fire, and it continues to take me higher. I live to tell your story, and you're unrecognizable to most because of the glory, and it's for me. Don't treat me like Moses. I want to see your face. I promise when I see your face, I'll spread your news all over the place. The good news, that's the gospel I believe in. The hardest part for most is just to believe, then receive. You will achieve anything that God has called you to, and I promise you accept the spirit, then he will make you new because the old is past the way your life is here today and i promise do not adhere to the words that satan say the biggest battle between your ears and it starts all in your mind if i speak the words his don't come back void so neither will mine and i will say it every time i am a new creation because i know god will get me through every single situation i'm gone hey that's all i got, that's all I got. oh my gosh i told y'all i told y'all he's the best that was so good man so good ah oh my gosh that's why you're my favorite that's all i got to say about that i love that so much and i know we have fun and we cut up and everything but chigi i just wanted to have you just pray as we close this podcast out again thank you so much for coming on just sharing your heart sharing your talent sharing just everything that you're doing it's so necessary um, what you're doing, I literally like just had a vision of you, you know how like when somebody's on the stage and they're not doing a good job and there's a person on the stage with like a little staff and they hook their neck and they like rip them off the stage and they're all like, boo, I think they did that on Arsenio Hall, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I literally saw you with that hook literally snatching people out of darkness and you were snatching people out of the fire. And when you were snatching them, you were actually bringing them to a place of identity. You were bringing them to a place of um, of worth and of value. Uh, because you carry such an understanding and a grace of the, the identity of the Father and, and what he adds to people that it just can't help but rub off to the people that you get into relationship with. So I really, I really just want to honor you, man. Um, I just want to say you're doing such a great job. I'm so proud of you and I've only known you for a little bit and I've just seen you just blossom in the things of God just exponentially. Um, and it's just beautiful to watch. So thank you for letting me be somebody that watches and participates in, in what you're doing in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Thank you yeah. for allowing me to be part in any capacity. Yes. Can you Your just... life is a movie. Thank you. It really is. I'm glad I got a couple scenes in there. <laughs> I love it so much. Well, go ahead and pray for pray us out, man. Absolutely. Man, well, Father, we just thank you um, for the call that you've given us, God. We just thank you for even trusting us to be alive during this time period in history. Um, we don't take it lightly, God. We want to prioritize not only worship and obedience um, and worshiping in spirit and in truth, God, but we want to prioritize collaboration. Yes. And we want to prioritize unity. Um, like we talked about, your word says that it is in that place that your blessing is commanded. And God, we need your blessing and we need your presence, Father. And we thank you that even in regards to worship, God, that your word even says that anytime we lift up praise, that your presence inhabits those praises and that wherever your presence is, liberty is found. So, God, we just thank you that we can get a fresh revelation of your presence. Yes, Lord. We thank you that we can get a fresh revelation of your liberty and your freedom and how it's found and how it's received. And we also thank you that we can get a fresh revelation of the role that generations play within each other. 
And we thank you that as batons are being passed, that batons yeah. will be held too tight and that people would be in positions to receive them so accordingly, good. God. And, and the only way to receive and pass a baton is if we are in close proximity. Yes. And so the baton is a handoff, not yeah. a throw. Yeah. And so we thank you that you're calling us together, that you're calling us close, that you're calling us in close proximity so that that handoff would have your hand all over it. And God, we thank you that we would run our race yes. with everything thing that we have and that we would know when it is time to empower and to lift up someone else or the next person father and that we would be a bridge to those who need you who need to experience you and need to encounter you and so god we thank you for this podcast we thank you for what it's going to do we thank you for the lives of the people that it's touching and we receive those that it will touch that haven't yet heard and we just say that they're blessed and that they will encounter you through what you are doing through Bethany. And we receive it by faith before we ever even see mm. it in the natural. And we seal it and we call it done, done, done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. Ah, oh, man, I love you, bro. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Awesome. That was awesome. (laughs) I'm so glad that you tuned in today and I pray that you leave so blessed and so inspired to live the life of a worshiper in your everyday. If you want more information on the artists and guests that I had on the podcast today, you can go to www.bethanyjoysings.com. And in the most recent blog post, you're going to find all their information and all the ways to connect with them. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Bethany Joy Sings and on Facebook at Bethany Joy. And I pray that you continue to walk with us as we learn together how to live the life of a worshiper.